and welcome to another episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me today is a fairly new Bruce Bud in my area. I haven't got to talk to her much online. But uh, Madison joins me. Hey, Madison. Hey, Jesse. How's it going? It is great. I am so happy that you were able to join me tonight. Me and too. To talk a little, Bruce. Um, where, where, are we, where are you from? I am from a small farm town in Ohio. Okay. Yeah. It's so small. I mean, I know every single one of my neighbors. I know their middle names. It's just, it's a great community to grow up in because you're so close and you always have somebody you can go talk to. Just walk down the road, you have somebody to talk to. You have nothing but fields surrounding you. And I live right next to train tracks and I love the sound of trains. So that's pretty awesome. Very nice. Um, What uh, kind of crops? Uh, Corn. You will see everything but corn. Like it's just corn. (laughs) The there was a time when my wife she still rides, but she was riding for a while, and they would joke about that. You know, all they saw is hot, windy corn. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it's fields and there's no shade, there's nothing to block block the wind. It just it's there. That is so true. Absolutely, um, Madison. So tell me a little bit about your background. Tell me uh, where. Um, what kind of music you grew up listening to? Give me a little family background. Well, I'm an only child, though I do have half-brothers and sisters, but they're all grown up and they're from different mothers, but we're all pretty close. But I'm super close to my parents, and the one thing we've always bonded with is our music. I grew up with straight rock and roll. With It's amazing the songs that I've grown up listening to. I can't believe my parents picked these kind of bands and stuff, but my earliest memory of music is ACDC. Okay. Which my dad loved to play ACDC in his old truck, and he would take him to school every morning. It would be ACDC or the Charlie's Daniels band, and we'd always listen to songs. There's not one song I don't know from those bands. But with Bruce in my family background, we've all... My dad is a few years younger than Bruce, so he grew up in that era, which I think he's so lucky. And he loved Bruce. He was there for Bruce's first album, Asbury Park, and he had it. He had the album, and he said he loved it more than anything in the world, but he had a girlfriend, and when they broke up, she stole all his Bruce albums, and he was so upset. I was like, oh, I wish he still had those. Oh, how f- that is a great story. I know. Uh, so you, as long as you can remember, there's been music and Bruce uh, in the background. Yes, especially Born to Run. My mom would say, I could remember, I mean, I was really, really little. I can remember her singing Born to Run to me to help me go to sleep, to when we were dancing, it would come on the radio, we'd play the CDs. I've, you know, I didn't really know who Bruce was then. But I'm glad that I had that back then so that I can be like, okay, so this is how I transformed into the Bruce fan I am today. Yeah, because a lot of times on the podcast, Madison, we'll talk to someone 
about their, you know, when did they discover Bruce and when did they kind of reach Bruce consciousness, so to speak. But this is just something, um, you know, like, when did you discover the washing machine? There's always been a washing machine. So I guess that's been that Mm -hmm. way for you, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, Is there a moment, though, where you kind of, well, first off, did you ever have the thought that you kind of wanted to rebel from the music <laughs> your parents listened to and you wanted to find your own, you know, genre, your own kind of style of music? Um, definitely. But, you know, rock and roll is very, you know, rebel, rebel, David Bowie. When I first discovered that, you know, my parents were like, this is what we listened to growing up. We love it. We want you to love it. But go do you. Whatever you want to listen to is fine with us. So, of course, you know, you had the pop of the early 2000s and all that. And it was good for me, but it never spoke to my soul like Bruce does. But when I discovered, like, who I wanted to like other than the people my parents introduced me in, I really, really did fall in love with David Bowie and John Lennon. And to me, that's kind of surprising because kids... Most kids my age don't even know who those people are. Half the people in my school don't even know who Bruce is. But to me, I could not have imagined growing up without these artists. So, Madison, it is not polite for uh, a man to ask a woman her age. So uh, (laughs) let me ask this. When – I take it you have not graduated from high school yet. No, no, I haven't. Okay. When should you – graduate? when is your expected graduation year? 2018. Okay. How many times have you seen Bruce perform? I've seen him only once, and that was at Cleveland, February 23rd. Okay. It was the most amazing experience of my life. Even though, it's going back a little bit, you've kind of embraced David Bowie and John Lennon and all these, you know, musical legends, but Bruce continues to be one of your main musical heroes? Oh, definitely, for sure. Okay, all right. Tell me a little about going to Cleveland. Was it a family trip? Were you going with some friends? What's tell uh, me well, the story? So I got the tickets for Christmas, and I remember telling my mom, "I'm like, listen, I just saw on Instagram Bruce is going into tour. I got to get some tickets, mom. I really, really just I need to see him." She's like, "Okay, well, you're in a dad, and I will talk about it." And I was like, "Okay, well, you better get up on that because <laughs> I need to see Bruce." <laughs> Yes. And I woke up Christmas morning, and the first thing I saw under the tree was Bruce's new box collection of The River. I saw that, and I immediately busted into tears. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I saw it, and I wanted it so bad. Literally, the only thing I asked for Christmas was that set collection and tickets. So I was going through my presents, and I didn't see tickets. I just put that in the back of my mind. I'm like, you know what? I'm grateful for my parents. I'm grateful for having this amazing morning, waking up healthy. So... We're done with presents, and I look, and I see something behind the Christmas tree, and I'm like, no, I'm going to cry. I reach, and it's the tickets, and it's ground floor, you know, general admission, and I I couldn't handle it. I just started crying more. I'm like, and I just, ever since then, I've been so grateful for my parents. But anyway, that's how I got the tickets. And then Cleveland, I was so excited. We went Monday night to Cleveland because the concert was on Tuesday, and we stayed in the Radisson, which is right across from the queue. Right. So so we woke up early. We we're like so excited. I was getting my glam on. I was I was 
I had a sparkly outfit because I wanted to stand out to Bruce. And as soon as I woke up, I just immediately started praying. I'm like, God, please just let me get into the pit. Like, Bruce has to see my sign. And we went and got our bands with the lottery. And I was super nervous. And we went back to our hotel. And I'm like, okay, well, let's get there a little bit early. So we're waiting in line. And it's kind of cold out. And the guys are like telling us, oh, you guys should just, you know, go inside. You're not going to be in first. It doesn't matter which, what number you are in line or anything. And then we found out we all have to be in numerical order. So then I was like, oh, we could have just gone back inside. We should have listened. But I'm glad we didn't because we met these two ladies who were behind us. Um, and they immediately asked me, oh, what's your sign say? And I told them, oh, you know, I'm trying to ask Bruce Prom. And they were, I've, their faces lit up. They were like, oh, my God, you're going to love this concert. Bruce is, is going to love this sign. Like, you're so lucky this is so amazing. I can't believe how young you are and you're doing this. I was like, oh yeah, you know, thanks. And, you know, people start flooding in and flooding in and I'm getting really nervous. My hands are sweating. My mom is just like, you know, Madison, I love you. No matter what happens, if your dream doesn't come true, it's going to come true someday. And we're waiting and they tell us 300 people can come in. I think I was like, I was number 355. My mom was 356. And a girl from the other line, she pulled the number 288. And I, I was thinking of the number 300, like call 300, 300, praying to God and everything. And my, as soon as 288 was called, my mom starts screaming. She's like, we got it, we got it. And it didn't register in my mind that we got it. I was like, wait, how did we? And then I'm like, oh my God, we got it. And the ladies behind us start shaking me like, Bruce is going to go to prom with you. He's going to see your sign. <laughs> and I start bawling my eyes out. I couldn't hold it in. And so, and a person came by with his camera, and he was videotaping. And he videotaped right me, bawling my eyes out. I'm like, oh, stop. I'm an ugly crier. Don't do this to me. <laughs> but that was such an amazing experience. And, you know, I really put my faith out there. And I knew in my heart from the first day I got those tickets that I was going to be in the pit. And I was going to be in the front row. And that's what happened. So, Well, good for you, Madison. Um, yeah, thank you. You got on the pit um so i want to talk i'm going to get to your your wish and your sign a little bit but um what did you think of the show oh my god it was so amazing i knew every song and there was these two guys in front of us and they're like oh you're gonna love it like you know if you want to because we weren't like right in front at first but eventually after bruce came over the first time and we kind of got attacked you know i'm only four foot ten and okay. these people were just, like, trying to pull me down. I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. So they let me in front of them. And after that, I could see Bruce. And every once in a while, he would point at me. I was on the left side, and I was just in awe. I couldn't move. I was just sitting there singing the songs. I was just like, oh, my God, I'm seeing Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band right now. Like, my dad, in all his years and all his love of Bruce, has not even seen him before, and I'm here. So that was a really great feeling. So I'm curious – did you get any behind the scenes uh, discussion between your mom and dad about who was going to go with you? Because uh, <laughs> um, I, I assume not all three of you went. So no. was there, you know, flipping corns? Was there <laughs> arm wrestling? Was there, how was this uh, decided? So my dad, he's like, oh, I really want to go, but he, I'm just going to say, I hope he doesn't listen and get mad, but he's an old man. Like, he's almost as old as Bruce. He's only a couple years younger. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I could stand that long. Like, 
my legs would start hurting, my back would start hurting, I don't know, maybe your mom should just take you, and then my mom's like, well, you know, you did introduce her into Bruce before I did, and they were just going back and forth, and I'm just like, you know what, mom, just come with me, (laughs) I was like, dad, I'm sorry, I love you, but mom is more aggressive than you, she's gonna take me. (laughs) So Madison, what's your dad's first name? His name is Tom. Okay, Tom, if you're listening, um, I am 57 years old, and I am right there with you. I I feel bad when I see the 91-year-old women you know, that are sitting in the pit, yeah. but I go, I am too old, I am too fat, I am too out of shape to do the pit. Oh, this gosh. is, uh, and I hear from everyone that it's amazing. Um, good for you, Madison, that you, your first experience, you're there in the pit, you're fighting the crowds. Was there any special song um, in the river set that meant a lot to you that you were maybe surprised you how much you'd enjoyed it or you, you know, it met your expectation? Well, I love the river so much. Every single song is so special to me. You know, you have your songs that you make you want to laugh, like Sherry Darling. That that reminds me, if I had a boyfriend, that's my mom. I feel like she would be just like yeah. Sherry's mom. But I think the song that really hit home for me would probably be either, oh, let's see, Two Hearts or um, Drive All Night, because I love those, or Wreck on the Highway, and definitely The Price You Pay. All those songs, the lyrics are just so beautiful on every single one of those songs. And Two Hearts, um, for me, you know, growing up in today's society is not like it was, you know, back in Bruce's era. Now social media has taken over everything, and it's very hard to have friends or very hard to be in a relationship, let alone be in love. But I'm young, but I do have that, oh, I wish that I had you know, the Bruce and Patty, like, where's my Bruce? I'm Patty, where's my Bruce? But Two Hearts, you know, it says, seen a little girl crying along the way. She'd been hurt so bad, said she'd never love again. And to me, that really hits home because I'm all just like, you know what? I don't need anybody. I'm happy being with me. But Bruce really, that song really speaks to my soul because it tells me, you know what? You might not find who you want to be with today. You might not find them 10 years from now. But eventually, God will bring that person into your life, and and then Absolutely. drive all night and wrecking wreck on the highway. Those songs are just so beautiful; they bring me to tears. Seeing them perform live, just I was my hands were shaking. It was just so beautiful. Uh, I've been lucky enough to go to two shows on this river tour, and I agree with you. There, it's all amazing. Uh, there's so much joy in Sherry Darling and. And Cadillac Ranch, and mm-hmm. I don't get tired of Hungry Hard. I think it's so great. But yeah. when when he does drive all night, and it's such a just a beautiful, he's he's sharing his heart. He's just putting mm-hmm. it out on the stage exactly. and bearing it, and so it's just absolutely beautiful. Um, how about? And I I kind of think of this as, and I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that, but. You know, there's the show's almost in two parts. Then, you know, you you move to the other uh, part. So, was there anything um, that you were really hoping to see on, you know, once the river ended? Um. Well, he played pretty much every song that I did want to hear. I would have liked to hear. Um, 
I don't think, yeah, he didn't play Badlands, but that was like one of the first songs that I ever learned the lyrics to. Like okay. it was the first song I ever learned the lyrics to, and I really sat and dissected it. And it's really, it hits me at home because I come from such a small town that I just want to leave. This town has so much love and history, but also, you know, it's so small and there's such a big world out there. I just want to leave, you know? Yeah. Okay. But. I really enjoyed Candy's Room. I love Candy's Room so much. Okay. That's one of the songs he played. I was pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. But I was really happy to hear all the songs he did play, especially growing up. That one really gets me. Yeah, that's a um, that's a really good song, and that's I imagine um, the. So let's talk about um, your quest. Um, you know, uh, to dream the impossible dream. And, and I will tell you, Madison, for someone who's 66, um, who's on this tour, Bruce has interacted with a lot of people in this tour. Um, you know, Tom England jumped on, Mm -hmm. you know, got on stage and got to do, you know, working on the highway. Um, it just started to go viral. The kid that, had hey Bruce, will you write my excuse? Yeah. And, and Bruce called them, you know, back, and he actually wrote an excuse out to Miss Jackson. No mm-hmm. relation. Um, so talk to me how you got this idea. Share what it is, and then talk about your execution, your plan. Well, you when I when I started buying every single album I could for Bruce, it was I wasn't young. I was like. It was like three or four years ago, but I was thinking like, you know what? Like I was going through a really rough time transitioning from middle school to high school. It's always a rough time. Yes. And I just, I needed that person that was like going to tell me, you know, it's okay. Like I had my parents, but I needed somebody who I could just listen to in the middle of the night when all you can hear is the trains going by. And that was definitely Bruce. And I just, I all. I've always had such a special bond with him and I feel like he is right with me every step of the way, every single day. There's not one day I don't listen to Bruce. And I'm like, you know what? I need to think out of the box right now. So before you go on, I wanted to know, is there a, a set of songs you listen to? Is there a song specifically that you go to kind of when you're needing to feel that comfort or to hear like I'm a better days is one of my favorite songs. Yeah. I and, love that song. And I, you know, that reminds me that, you know, to enjoy the journey. So how about you? For me, I think when I'm feeling like I have nobody I can turn to, I love to listen to my love will not let you down. That's something. And I want to, I want Bruce to sing that song to me. If I was thinking if I got pulled up on stage, I'd be like, oh, can you please sing this song just for me? Like, it yeah. would make my life. But that's one of the songs I go to. Also, like, you know, at nighttime when I'm just like, oh, I'm just feeling a little bluesy. I have a playlist, and on that playlist is all my favorite Bruce songs that speak to me. And one of those is Secret Garden, which I would love to hear him play live. That song just, you know, and it was on the Jerry Maguire movie, I think. Right. Yeah. And I love that movie. Grew up with that movie, watching it. I've seen it so many times. And the story behind it and seeing the story in the movie just 
I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm escaping. It makes me feel like I'm reading a book listening to that song. Mm-hmm. And every morning when I get up, I play Jungle Land. Every single, it's been every single morning for the past couple years, Jungle Land. And when I drive to school, it's my, the first song I listen to is Candy's Room. Okay. So those are probably a couple songs that I, yeah. So what do your friends think, Madison? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Have they just accepted the fact that... We love Madison, but she's just a little kooky about this old guy from Jersey. <laughs> oh, my God. That is exactly it. When I first started talking about Bruce, they're like, Madison, like, that's your grandpa. That could be your grandpa right now. I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, his soul, he has a young soul. But, you know, they're very, very supportive. Bruce is talked about every single day. There's not one day that goes by within my family or within my friends. You know, Bruce is a name that we talk about like he's sitting right next to us, but after the concert, you know, they were all so happy for me. My, after I called them up saying, Oh, I'm in the pit. Like my dream's going to happen. They were bawling their eyes out. They were so happy for me. But after the concert, you know, I can't stop talking about the concert. I was at Cleveland last night seeing the Cavs play the Mavericks. And I was just like, Oh yeah, I was standing right there. There was Bruce. I was right by the stage. And they're like, listen, we love you. We love the fact that you love Bruce, but we can't hear about this concert anymore. I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> I just, I can't stop talking about it. It was the best moment of my life. So, Madison, um, I live in Dallas, and mm-hmm. so um, thanks for bringing up a painful subject. <laughs> no, just joking. Um, I, I just want to let you know that my wife says the same thing to me sometimes. She says, okay. I've heard enough about Bruce for a while. Okay. <laughs> Can we talk about something else besides Bruce? Yeah. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do I talk about? Like Bruce is my life. I. It's funny. And you will appreciate this, Madison. We were driving back from Florida and my sister-in-law who was in the car with me said, you never get tired of hearing Bruce. And I look at her, I go, never. I, I mean, every once in a while I will play something else, but no, I, if, if I was Matt Damon's character <laughs> in The Martian, I would have my, you know, my data stick filled with all this Bruce music because <laughs> there's such a diversity and why couldn't you do that, right? That gives you yeah, everything you need. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. definitely how I feel, you know. Before I got my license and I had that freedom, like I can listen now, I can listen to Bruce every single time I drive. I don't have to worry about my mom saying, "Listen, I love Bruce, I love you, but can we just can we listen to if we can't listen to if we're listening to Bruce and you don't want to listen to anything else, can we just shut the radio off? Like yeah. I can't hear this anymore. I'm like, okay, well I'm putting my headphones in and I'm listening to Bruce. There's not one moment that I get tired of Bruce. But, you know, if I have my friends in the car, I'm like, okay, we'll listen to, like, the radio or something. But it's Bruce. I No other music sounds the same to me than Bruce. No other music fills my heart and fills my soul with such happiness than Bruce. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you've established you love the man, you love the music, you love the E Street Band. Mm-hmm. Um, so how... Did you get the idea of asking Bruce to be your prom date? I think 
now that I'm thinking back on it, I think it's when my mom's like, hey, have you ever seen the Dancing in the Dark music video? I was like, no, I don't think I did. So we have YouTube on my TV, and my dad's like, oh, you're going to love this. And when I saw Courtney Cox get pulled up on stage and her face, I was just like, oh, my God. And it just clicked. At first, I was going to ask him to homecoming, but homecoming at my school isn't really that big of a thing. You know, it's just in the cafeteria. There's no decorations. It's just it's just a bunch of kids dancing. So I'm like, hmm. You know, I'm a when I thought of this, I was going into my freshman year. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go to prom for another three years. So maybe I'll just like hold off on my dream. Like when the time comes, it's going to happen. But what I was planning on doing, because I didn't realize Bruce was going to go on tour this year before, like last year, I didn't think that he was even going on tour next year. I was like, I was going to make a YouTube video of me. I was going to make a makeshift stage and I would be lip syncing, dancing in the dark. And I'd have a cardboard cutout of Bruce and I'd pull him up on stage and, and then have a sign like dance in the dark with me at prom. That's that was funny. Yeah. And I'm still going to do it this Good summer you. after school. I'm going to post it everywhere. I'm never going to give up. Bruce, if you ever listen to this, I'm never giving up. So you better just say yes now. Huh. <laughs> um, and, and Patty can come too, right? Yeah. The whole East street band is invited. I already, I talked to all my teachers, all my principals, I was like, listen, I'm inviting Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band to prom. Like, you guys can say, uh, well, this is how the conversation went down. I told my principal, hey, I'm going to see Bruce, um, and I'm going to invite him to prom. Like, is he too old? Like, are you against that? He's like, well, he is way too old, but we'll look past that. Like, it's Bruce Springsteen. Everybody wants to meet him. I was like, okay. But I would love if the whole E Street Band came with me. I mean, I love Patty. I love Bruce and Patty together. They are like, my second pair of parents. I love them so much. They're, and I just, I would love everybody to come, you know, and just be able to mm-hmm. sit around a table and just talk to them about life and music and everything. Well, and I have a theory that I think Bruce is ready to be a grandfather because <laughs> that's why yeah. he, um, you know, has brought so many kids on stage and yeah, and everything. So I, I absolutely think that is, um very cool um so you had your sign and um so your what was your plan what were your plan to do so I was so positive going and I'm still positive I believe in my heart that Bruce is going to come through for me he's going to be there for me and my sign said I've got a hungry heart for Bruce so dance with me at prom 2017 And I had the sign, and I was like, okay, I'm going to hold it up during Hungry Heart because it goes with my sign. But, you know, I don't want to take away from the concert. I'm not too worried about it right now. The concert's first starting. I'm still in utter shock that I'm here right now. So we're we're going, you know, Meet Me in the City, playing, and then a couple songs go by, and then he's coming over to my section, and I freak out. I'm just like, Mom, like, give me my sign. I rip open my sign, and I'm holding it up. And he's like, and it was so hectic. And these people are trying to like get me out of the way. And I'm just this short little girl trying to hold up my sign. My sign covers my whole entire face. And it it was a surreal moment. Bruce did see my sign, but he didn't like engage in it. I and I understand that it was very early in the show. And it didn't hurt my feelings. I was just like, okay. After that crazy moment, after I'm like calming myself down, I'm gonna put my sign away and when the right moment comes, the right moment comes. So Hungry Heart comes, and I sneak 
I get up in the front and I'm holding my sign and he's crowd surfing. I'm just like, okay. So I'm holding my sign up to the E Street Band and I see Niels looking over. I'm like, yeah, you, yeah, you want to come? Like, you're invited. And everybody's kind of just glancing at it and smiling. I'm like, you're all invited. So, you know, it's just not Bruce. There is no Bruce without the E Street Band and vice versa. So after Hungry Heart, I'm just kind of, I just put it away to the side and I just start enjoying myself. And song after song goes by, and I'm just having a great time. I'm singing every song. I'm dancing. I mean, I, I, at one point, I can't remember what song was playing, but I can hear it. And I turn my head, and I see all these people, and their their faces, they were so utterly happy and so in peace. And I'm just like, this is what Bruce is all about. He's about making us feel like, we're just part of the family. We're here just having a great time and seeing all those faces really just touched my heart. Like Bruce is such an amazing guy. And the E Street band, it's so amazing how they touch people's hearts. And before the concert, and I was talking to the guys next to us, they, the one guy who's, there was a really tall one and like one kind of short. And the tall one showed me, he's like, oh, we've been to the past couple shows and you know, this is his setup. This is how he's going to go. And they played me the video of Thunder Road they took when they were on the side. I was like, Thunder Road, I love that song. Like, this is going to be cool. Like, he's going to come over here. And Thunder Road starts playing. He starts singing. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to come over here. I think he's going to see my I-, I was freaking out. Like, I just had this utter wash of relief. Like, he's going to see my sign. I just feel it. And he walked over, and he walked over the side, and he was looking at people and, like, holding their hands. And I have the whole thing in pictures and videos, and he's singing, and he puts his phone down, or his phone, I'm sorry, I'm tired. No, no, <laughs> he, no, that's fine. <laughs> takes his microphone away, and he steps back, and he act, he just sits there and reads my sign, and he really realizes what it says, and his face lit up so much. I haven't seen his face lit up like that so much, and you can see in the pictures, you know, because when he takes pictures, you know, he's sometimes he's just like, hey, how you doing? Like, not yeah. really smiling. But his face lit up, and my mom, I felt her grab my shoulder, and I turned around, and she's bawling her eyes out already. I'm like, oh my god, he sees my sign. And he just reaches down, and he pulls my hand out of the crowd, and he just holds it, and just looks at me. And it was a few seconds, but it felt like an eternity to me. And there was these little kids next to me. They were like six years old. I'm like, oh, God, this is amazing, but these little kids are screaming at him to hold his hand. So I pull away because I don't want to take away from everybody around me. Right. I, I feel like he would have held my hand forever if I wanted to. So yeah. he's going, he leaves, and I'm like, oh, man, I should have held on his hand longer. Like, oh, my gosh. But it was so surreal. And after it happened, I, was, I just bawled my eyes out again. I couldn't do it anymore I was just like oh my god thank you god for letting like he knows I exist now having that memory is so amazing the fact that he knows I exist he knows that I asked him to prom and he better believe that this isn't the last time he's gonna see me but after that it was just such an amazing moment and the rest of the concert flew by I wish it would have gone slower but it was amazing and after the concert everybody that I had talked to and told oh, I'm going to ask him to prom, had circled around me. They're like, oh, my God, what happened? Is he coming? I was like, yeah. well, you know, he was singing. I know they record the concerts. He probably didn't want to be like, oh, yeah, let's go to prom or something. But 
I had a paper for him, and it had, like, all the information he needed, but I didn't give it to him. But I know that hopefully I'm going to see him in concert again. I'm trying to hopefully I get tickets to see him in Columbus, and then I could actually try to give him the paper saying about my school and all the information he needs. But, have, I mean, so many people just circled around me. I was just like, yeah, we're, you know, I'm going to start a campaign. Every single day I'm going to tweet Bruce, tell him to take me to prom. I'm going to have all my friends do it. I'm going to do everything in my power to get him to come to prom with me. Okay, so Bruce Buds, if you're listening to this, we need to help Madison get her dream. So, thank you. Uh, what is are do you have you? Um, what's your Twitter account? My Twitter account is one Madison Elena. One Madison Elena. E L E N A Elena. Okay, uh, that's the number one. Madison, M-A-D-I-S-O-N-E-L-E-N-A, correct? Yep. All right. All right. Do you have a hashtag? Yes. Hashtag Bruce take Madison to prom. Okay. Hashtag Bruce take Madison to prom. All right. Okay. We're going to, I'm going to do my part. We're going to do this. Have you emailed, um, you know, his, um, you know, his record company, have you emailed his management? Have you emailed E Street Radio? That, speaking of E Street Radio, we'll start there. Okay. After the concert, we were driving home from Cleveland back to my town, and they were taking calls. Like, if you were at the concert last night, you know, call in. So I have my phone and my mom's phone. I'm calling. I'm trying to get in so I can tell them about this. I didn't get in, but, you know, I still have that. I think every Wednesday they take calls in. So every Wednesday I try to sneak my phone into class and I'm calling them like trying to get in. So I have tried with them. I have not emailed them. Thank you for that idea because, okay. you know, that, that's what I'm going to do. I never thought like who I could email and talk to them. But I do know that my mom emailed the arena, the queue, okay. um, and told them what was happening. But I don't think that got to Bruce because they said not, they don't always get right. to tell them if they've got emails like that but um that's I, definitely something i'm gonna do and i, have, I also think you, know, you my should hashtag my yes. campaign so um, and, and madison i also think you should uh try to find the actual physical address and do snail mail where yeah. you can send that that's a good idea um and we will see what we can do right thank you so much no this is lot. wonderful this is a great idea um so let's move when is there is there a song he didn't play that you wish he would have that you would have wanted to hear in concert? I really wanted to hear my love will not let you down. That's okay. just to me that's my song with Bruce. Okay. But he didn't play it, but I feel like if he does come to prom with me, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have to perform, he can just go and chill out, but if he just happened to surprise me and started, you know, playing with the E Street Band, I would hopefully hope that he would play that song for me. Yes. I def- I also wish that he would have played One Step Up and Two Steps Down because I, my dad, he's obsessed with Bruce just as much as I am. If okay. I went downstairs right now, he would probably be on YouTube watching old 
videos. His favorite, though, he loved Clarence more than anything. I, and I remember the day we found out about Clarence passing. I walked downstairs and I saw him, and he was just bawling his eyes out. It made me sure. cry. It makes me want to cry now. And yes. I love Clarence. I love Jake, too. So I'm really happy that Jake's there. But um, I, we were, my dad bought. Bruce was getting his music person of the year or something. They had a whole show about it. I don't right. know if you saw it. But, I mean, I think that was a couple years ago. I know it was a couple years ago because Jessica, his daughter, had a different boyfriend than she has now. Okay. I'm not a stalker, but I just I, I understand. You know family. that. Okay. <laughs> um, and we were watching it, and Kenny Chesney played that song, and it brought us all to tears. And I was like, oh, I got to hear Bruce sing it because if Bruce, if Kenny did that good of a job, Bruce is going to, Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be amazing. And I listened to it. It happened to be on the radio the next day. And it, I was just like, this is such a good song. You know, Bruce is really helping me take that step into adulthood that I need. He's yeah. very, he's, te- it's like a family member telling you stories of, you know, this is what happened. Some don't make the same mistake or this is what happened. You better make that mistake. It's, and that song really hits home because, you know, sometimes you just look at yourself and you think of the actions you're doing and you're like, you know what? I could be a better person than I was yesterday. I could reach a helping hand to somebody who truly needs it. And that's something that that song really helps me with. Yes. Um, I'm uh, putting a link into the Skype. Um, He, in Houston, 2014, uh, a sign request was to do One Step Up. Mm-hmm. And so he did that. And uh, so I sent you the link to the video. It's Thank a you. really beautiful um, version. Um, so what you sound like you've got your dream. You're pushing forward. Um, you're hoping to go see the Columbus show, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. Um, uh, what's next? What else besides that? Well, I, the Sirius XM is having a contest to send two people over to Rome to meet Bruce and see his show. I signed up for that, and my mom wrote it. She's like, here, let me just, I'll sign up for that. And then she told them about how I wanted to go to prom. I haven't heard from them, and, you know, if I don't win that contest, it's not going to be heartbreaking, because whoever they pick, I know it's going to be somebody who really deserves it, whether that be me or somebody across the country. But whoever wins it, I'm going to be super happy for no matter what. But I have done that. I'm looking constantly for tickets anywhere I can possibly go. My mom, the other day, she's like, we should just, like, fly to Los Angeles. Like, right now, let's just go see his show. I'm like, don't, don't tempt me, Mom. mom. Don't, <laughs> don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. Yes. Oh, that but is wonderful. Trying to get more shows, just tweeting him. Okay. Um, on Instagram, you can... Like how we private message on Twitter, you can do right. that. So I've I've sent Patty multiple messages like, hey, you know, prom, mm-hmm. you guys should come with me. <laughs> come up with some kind of charity or something that you could do there locally to yeah. help other people, and then use that as promotion to kind of helping. That's my, that's just me thinking off loud loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think this is wonderful. I I love your passion. Madison, I love your enthusiasm. I, I certainly hope that you reach your dream. But I think the important thing is you're you're pursuing them and you're yeah. trying to make it happen. 
And so I, I wish you the best of luck. And I'm just, I, I think you're a great <laughs> member of the Springsteen family. Thank and you. And I'm so glad we're doing it. Um, so why don't you give me your Twitter? Uh, tell everyone how to reach you again. And uh, we'll go forward from there. Um, my Twitter is one Madison Elena. That's E L E N A. You can tweet me. I follow everybody back. We can have conversations. Uh, I have my Instagram, which is underscore Madison Elena. You can follow me on there too. And I'm going to be starting my YouTube channel up so I can do that. But I'm going to do it in the summer because obviously school is yes. important. I got to get my school over before I can start having more fun with that. Yes. But I will put, you can reach me. I will put my dad hat on and go, yes, school is very important, <laughs> Madison. Okay. Uh, hang in there just for a minute. If you want to be in the podcast and talk about Bruce and all that implies, send us an email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page and a Twitter account, both setlustingbruce. Um, please go to iTunes to rate and review us. It helps people find us. And Madison, oh, I hear the train. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Uh, very nice. Um, you are a joy and I am so proud that and thankful that you spent some time with me tonight. Thank you for having me. No problem. And we're going to end it with at night. I walk the streets looking for romance, but I always <laughs> end up stumbling in a half trance. <laughs> I search for a connection in some new eyes that hardly protect you from too many dreams passed by. I see you standing across the room watching me without a sound, but I'm going to push my way through that crowd. I'm going to tear your holy walls down. Tear all your walls down because my love, love, love will not let you down. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, Jesse. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.